describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grog Talk. I'm not saying good morning, good afternoon. Is this like a new intro that you've been working on? That's uh, all, all week. That was all, that was all week. You worked on that all week and that's what we get? Ten minutes a day. Oh, okay. That's right. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. And I'm Dan. And where are we from today, Dan? We're from the Grog Talk studio. That's right. Also known as one of the rooms in Bobby Yaga's hut. That's, we are still in Bobby Yaga's hut. We're always in Bobby Yaga's hut. Because of the road show. Because of the roadshow. Mm-hmm. We are perpetually traveling. Well, we, uh, Rob thought, I put up the Grog Talk, World of Grog Talk map, that we should get a dart gun and shoot at it randomly. Oh, they have mini uh, crossbows. Right. Yes, that would be awesome, right? Yeah, we have to get one that's felt because I don't want to damage my walls. But yes, that would be amazing. Right. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. And we just pew, and yeah. shoot at it and then say, this is where we're from. That's a great idea. All right. All right. I like Rob it. was looking for one. He found one that actually would, would penetrate the walls and, and kill people behind it, but not one that would just affix itself to the thing. So if you find one of those, send me the link, and we'll, we will go to the finance committee and, and see if we can get an approval. Or I could just check this die. Okay. Yeah, you could. But, could. but then you'd have to mark the wall. Or I, could, I guess I could put, like, wood background and put it on, put it on wood and then you'd hit it and it wouldn't be that mm-hmm. big a deal. Of course, we would mar the first ever almanac. That's true. So, I'm surprised anyone's watching. Isn't the king? Isn't the king uh, here now? Why are you all watching us? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. pretty I don't want to be here. I. That's way better. I'm missing it. Now, my understanding is David Thompson has a new king now. Is that right? Yes, he does have a new king. So I'm not sure what he's uh, what he's working on. Uh, right? They're still part of the... Aren't they part of the Commonwealth still? I know. This They're is, a colony, aren't they? I believe so. They didn't throw, overthrow their... <laughs> they had their chance. They had their chance, and they didn't do it. They missed, they missed that bus. I think it's still in their uh, flag. Got some... Uh-huh. I think they have, like, some... The Union Jack, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think that's right. Some, with some stars or something. Mm-hmm. I get that one confused with New Zealand. They look very similar. Mm-hmm. The flag. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. It's, it's got the, yes, it's got the. Uh... Ah, okay. So, well, thank you for, uh, that's right. Oh, Shannon's a subject too. By oh. The way. Yeah, he's from Canada. 
Yeah, what's he doing here? Yeah, well, both of them. He's uh, in travel. In our flag, like Hawaii. Yeah, it's yeah Hawaii. All those. It must be because there's no, there's uh, uh, a lot of stars you can see out there. Maybe that's why they did. And Alaska. Does Alaska have stars? I yes, so. it has. The, it's the Big Dipper. Is that the boom? The Big Dipper? Isn't it? Or is it major? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. Uh, and Crown and Ralph Grog Empire, same thing. That's true. Have you? Oh, well, that's a good pr plug for our merch. It says the sun never. There's a merchandise shirt. The sun never sets on the Grog Empire. It's out there. It's a. Uh, it shows the entire Grog Empire there. So feel free to buy that. And their allegiance, of course, is Josh. Not, right. Not right. At least, at least for the next two and a half hours, right? We're emperors. That's right. That's what he said. Emperors trump kings. If you, exactly right. If you look well in the said. DMG, that's well exactly said. right. All right. What is the Grog Empire flag? Well, um, that's oh. a great question. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, uh, something to work on. Uh, we'll work on that. Uh, that's right. I would assume it's just our heads, you know, yeah. like the, the flag of us standing there. Oh, I smell a contest. I smell. Oh, I like that new contest. New contest. The em imperial flag. Imperial flag. Okay, contest. Why am I concerned what they're going to send? Yeah, the, the, the IFC. The IFC. Oh, yeah, it's going to be disturbing. That's right. I like it. All right, we need an imperial flag. So now we are ready for Artifact Roadshow. What's this about, you know? This is the segment of this show, which is completely original. Original. To this show. To this show. Not sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. Right. Right. Or PBS. Or PBS. But we love PBS. Yes. So, uh, so this is the episode of the show. I'm trying to do my PBS voice. Where we bring an item, a, ma a believed magical item, to James. Yes. Who is going Reported to... Reported magical item. Reported. We don't know. Who James is going to uh, look at the item and I did try to identify without use of the identify spell right. what it is and give its uh, sale value and how much it should be insured for. Right. And we're in Baba Yaga's hut. Right. We travel around the country, around Tra the empire. Around the empire. We're in an undisclosed place just because we have to pop up now because so many crowds come. We have to now, we're kind of like the Beatles who show up at the, on the top of Apple Records and does their concert. We can't announce it beforehand because it would be mass hysteria. Right. Okay. Do you need a prop? I'm surveying the props available, and have, I'm not seeing one. We also have a be... staff and a sword, if you'd like. No, nope, I'm not seeing it available. Okay. okay. So now it's Theater of the Mind. It is Theater of the Mind. Welcome to the Artifact Roadshow. I'm uh, not James. He died before, remember if you correctly. This is, I'm, uh, I'm Abu. Welcome. You don't sound like Abu. How should Abu sound like? <laughs> like you. Okay. You sound like Abu. Oh, uh, oh. I live with my mother, who is that? Hello, Abu. Wow. Oh, is that? Do I see holy water? Do I see holy water? Yes, there is a holy water decanter over here. Oh, my. May I touch it, please? <laughs> oh, I've been blessed. Oh, thank you. Ah, oh, yes. Is it still holy water, or did you not just file Defile it? Defile <laughs> it. Defiling the holy water. Right. Slayer's third albums. Biography. <laughs> That's right. So, okay, so what brings you here to the Artifact Roadshow? Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. What's your me. name? Uh, my name is Rosemary. Rosemary. Okay. Rosemary, yes. Not, and your sister Sage is in there? May the Lord be with you. Oh, and with you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
Um, so, yeah, so. Where's your baby? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, that's not, like that's the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I've uh, come here, and um, I was hoping that you could tell me mm-hmm. the significance of this necklace. Ooh. And I drop down a necklace. It appears to you to be a normal piece of non-valuable jewelry, though it does appear to have, it does have some uh, precious and semi-precious stones on it. Oh, well, tell me, Rosemary, the story of this. Certainly. So, uh, my father, uh, Father O'Shaughnessy. Father O'Shaughnessy. Sure, you've heard of him. You know, you, you could go with, I, Father O'Shaughnessy. Ah, <laughs> Since, right, we're seeking to, <laughs> seeking insult. to insult everyone. Right, why stop? Right. Right? You're trying to get me to do it too, right. join your game? Hello. You're, hello, Rosemary. How are you today? Okay. See, I'm not doing Abu now. I'm just doing a random, not American voice. Ah, uh, yeah, so I, um, well, yes, I, uh, I have these, uh, so you probably heard of me, Father. Father O'Shaughnessy. Father O'Shaughnessy. Ah, yes, very good. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Ah. So as you probably have read about him, uh, uh, Father O'Shaughnessy. No. My pa- okay, well, I'm very surprised that you have not heard of him mm. uh, because uh, he, it's, he is up for sainthood. Ah. Now, you may not be aware of this, but uh, the D&D does have saints. Yes. Uh, right, the threat of a saint, I believe, is necessary for uh, certain, uh, uh, what, magic items? Potion of healing. Potion, oh, I've heard the potion of healing. So my he's up for sainthood, and uh, are you curious as to why he might yes, be up well, t- for sainthood? Yes, well, tell me the story of this necklace and of Father O'Shaughnessy. Ah, uh, yeah. So my father, so he worked in the factories. Mm. Uh, yes, it was a very um, it was uh, it was uh, a very dark time. <laughs> the troubles. Oh, the troubles. The uh-huh. troubles. Yes, and um, he was um, he was a very religious man. Yes. And, of course, there was a lot of uh, oppression, mm. uh, but he kept the faith. He was a defender of the faith. Ah. And he then, he came upon, he found these beads, uh, and he wore these beads. And at the same time, he was in training uh, to be a cleric. And he was able to, it's been well documented, we've submitted all of the paperwork, to the Vatican. He was able to perform various miracles. Ah, miracles this, with these beads? Well, it was after he found them. Ah. So Where did he find them? Did he mention this? Uh, he said that, uh, yes, yeah, so he said that um, he just came upon them on a park bench. Ah, the That's old park. You know, we have heard this story many times that much of the things <laughs> that come here that are of extreme value have been found on a park bench. Well, what happened was, this park bench was apparently in a cave. And so I have the story not quite right. Mm. So uh, what he said was, he said that uh, apparently he was out uh, walking and a bright light came from a cave. Ah. And he followed, it was from the clouds, a beam of light shone into this cave. So it came from the clouds and then went into the cave. And it was on a, on a unicorn. Right? Yes, uh, yes. So from uh, the clouds, 
And so he was in the forest of the unicorn. Ah. And there's a bright light shining. And he followed. Are you looking at the picture behind me and that's where you're coming up with the story? This seems very suspicious. <laughs> so, does she have blood on her? Wait, that's him. That's right. Does she have, does she have blood? Is she full no. of blood? She, okay. No. Oh, okay. So, uh, so what he did was he followed, we went into this cave and he found a park bench uh, in this cave very, with these beads. Very customary. And he put these beads on. And so the following miracles. He was able to, uh, it, was, it happened to him after he had these beads. So first of all, he was able, he could, he could basically, he could walk. We saw him. It happened. It's been submitted. He would walk upon the air, wow. essentially. Hmm. He also summoned the Lord. He summoned the deity. Because hmm. there's only one, you know. Right. I don't, I've heard about this other book with many. Yes. This, right, right, this is the true one. Right. This is the true one. He was able to summon the Lord. Uh, he also, he was a boy. This boy had a terrible disease. He put his hand on the boy mm -hmm. and he cured him. Amazing. He was blind. And then he was not blind. Ah. And so when he finally passed, I inherited these beads. And I bring so, them. So is it, a, is it a necklace that put you wear, or is it something you hold? It is, you would wear it. It ah. is a, it is a, it, what you see is it appears to be a normal piece of non-valuable jewelry. It has, it, it, it's a string of beads that you would put around your neck. And it also has, uh, it consists of what appears to be semi-precious. About 60% of the stones appear semi-precious, and 40% appear to be fancy stones. Wow. Well, it is a beautiful piece. Um, this is really, truly a mystery. I've not heard of these great uh, miracles being performed by such a, you know, a common man who was working in a factory. So this is, must either... He has the ability to channel his deity, and this may be the focusing uh, item, or this item is truly powerful. Now, keep it out. He was training. As he was training to be a be cleric, cleric right. and so he had, a, he had and reached. How, and how did he die? He, was, he reached the level of blank. Mm. Remember? So I think there was right. this. The yeah. level of. Exactly. He reached that level. So he was, um, he was very well respected. I'm very surprised you haven't heard of him. No. Well, I don't follow that. I don't follow the faith of the one, of the one. I follow the faith of the many. Well, we will now kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will now choke you with this. We will now, we will now, we, we, we will now invade your territory. <laughs> That's right. And your, and your deity shall be renamed. That's right. And, uh, so, but, so now he's, uh, he, he may be a saint in hell, is, potentially. Oh, I, well, I, I, I hope not. Hope not. I hope so, not. um. Uh, you know, is this beads of meditation or necklace of meditation or necklace of? It could be an artifact. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of stumped here. So, because there's is there anyone else here that I can no, talk to? No, this is it. This is I'm the one who does uh, holy relics and artifacts. Are you? You're you're the new guy. Is that right? Right. The, the last guy died, unfortunately. He uh, he. There was a wand that was helping people figure out how tall they were uh, to go on rides, and apparently he got struck by it and mm. killed him. Oh, but he okay. he didn't get annihilated. We got to put these beads on. No, exactly. So I'm gonna say uh, I don't know, beads of meditation. That's my guess. I have no idea what it is. To be and perfectly honest, 
And so how much is it worth? 15,000 gold pieces. So how much should I insure these for? 15,000 gold pieces. Okay, well, thank you. You've not been very helpful. No. In fact, we're going to detain you because we think we've murdered an old priest. But <laughs> Okay. Anyone out there? Anyone on the chat? Anyone left? Because yeah. there was necklace of meditation, there's beads of meditation, then there's some necklace of something. It's been, it's been so long since I've had to deal with this. So, Right. So these are, so these were necklace of prayer beads. Necklace of prayer beads. Can only be used by a cleric. Yeah. I knew it was necklace of beads of prayer or something, so I got them confused. So, all right. So $3,000 per special bead. Okay. Uh, so necklace of prayer beads on page 151 of the DMG. A magical necklace of this sort appears to be a normal piece of non-valuable jewelry until it is placed about a character's neck. What did I call neck. it? Necklace of meditation or something? Or? Yes, I believe you did. So it's not necklace. It's necklace of prayer beads. Even then, the true nature of the item will only be revealed if the wearer is a cleric, polluting druids and characters otherwise able to use spells of a clerical or druidic nature, such as paladins and rangers. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Wait, it's, oh, exclude... Oh, Excluding druids and characters otherwise able. Oh, so meaning, yeah, so I'm a ranger or a paladin. I don't get to use it. The necklace of prayer beads consists of 25 to 30 semi-precious and fancy stones. Uh, semi-precious uh, and fancy stones. The wearer will be 25% more likely to successfully petition his or her deity to grant desired spell. I like that entry there because, you know, no one ever is really, well, I shouldn't say no one. How do I know? But I think most DMs are not hard on clerics getting their spells. Right. And this suggests that it shouldn't be that easy. You really should be making it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. There will also be three to six special beads. Yeah, that's a great point, that part. Because this is really the first time you kind of hear the... I I didn't know you rolled to decide what spells you got. We don't really do that. Yeah, and this is... Well, you got to pray for them so you might not get them, right? Yes. Uh, So... Three to, so there will be three to six special beads, precious stones. Uh, so I should have mentioned precious stones, which I didn't do, of the following sort. And these are pretty crazy. So you roll a one to five. And you get three to six of these yes. are on there of the following sort. And you roll for each beat. One to five is a beat of atonement as the fifth level spell, the same name. Six to ten is beat of blessing as the first level spell, the same name. Eleven to fifteen, a beat of curing, cures blindness, disease, or serious wounds. 16 to 17 is a bead of karma, allows the cleric to cast his or her spells as if he or she were four level higher. 18, ready for that? 18, bead of summons, calls the cleric's deity, 90% probability to come to him or her in material form, but it had better be for a good reason. No, that's, can we just talk about talk? That's insanity. Mm-hmm, exactly. 19 to 20, bead of wind walking as a seventh level spell. Each special bead can be used once per day. If the cleric summons his or her deity, the deity will take the necklace as the least punishment for vain purposes in so doing. So, so apparently, I should have had it taken. Right. So if he had, if he had, so I screwed that up. If he had summoned, so that kind of really puts a damper on Well, it. vain purposes. Oh, for vain, pur- for vain purposes. Oh, so in other words, so you think, as long as where it says it better be for a good, if it's a good reason. Right. But then, it right, has so, to be extraordinary. So I'm not going to lose it. Right. Just be, so if I had a good reason. And a good reason has to be really good reason. Right. Like you being killed by a giant spire is, is not reason to bring your deity. What if I'm just bored? That would also probably not be a good idea. I'm lonely. That's yeah. right. I'm lonely. 
<laughs> hey, what, what, what's up, Ismodius? Okay, so uh, uh, all the, the function of each bead is known only when the bead is grasped and a commune spell is used. Well, that's interesting, too. So that's not good. So you don't even know. So you, you wouldn't know how to... How, how, do you know how level, high level a commune spell is? No, I have no idea how, low, how high. So the, the title of would not be able to cast it. But I could take it to my higher level cleric, maybe. Right, and that person would say, oh, this is nothing. You should just go away. Well, no, it's a lawful good. It's how high is it? How well, high? You have, to be, you have to be a high priest. You have to be ninth level. It's a fifth level spell commune. I have to be an EHP. Huh? Evil high priest. That's right. EHP. Or you can be a good one. But again, going back to, I'm sure there is a rule of divine succession. Here, Father O'Shaughnessy, you should not be holding this. This fell into the wrong hands, which would not be good. I should be holding on to it. Okay, wait. Because so, I'm the high priest. Okay, so let's you, talk. And you're about. nobody. Okay, let's talk. Okay, all, one more sentence and we'll talk about it. All powers of the special beads will be lost if they are removed from the necklace. Oh, so it's like one of those things where you like thread it on? Yeah, it's like a, I, that's why I got confused. It's Prayer beads, the traditional Catholic beads, are, are, and even worry beads, they, you don't put them on. They're just... Right. It's, it's in order for you to do the rosary, that's the thing. And then Greeks have a worry... They have worry beads. And it's, it's, you flip them around. You see old people flip them around. So that's why I was confused. That's why I called it the thing of prayer beads, but not a necklace. So I was a little confused. But I think, right, but I think I described it correctly, right? So this, yeah. is, this goes around the neck. It says it's, it's a necklace. This one is a necklace, but the traditional right. thing is... You, you hold it in your hand. Right. These don't look like you're too normal. That's right. These are your, not your father's or mother's prayer yeah, This is a giant necklace because it could have up to 40 stones in it. Well, yeah, 35 stones. Oh, that's right. It's 25 to 30 semi-precious. And then in addition to that. Three to six large, giant, you know. Yeah. So it's, it, this is what you'd wear to the Oscars. Yes. Yeah. This is a huge thing. Like, what are you wearing? Tell me about your necklace. And I like how it says a normal piece of non-valuable Julie, until it's placed upon the character's neck. Wait, why would it be a normal, what, non-valuable? It is 25 to 30 semi-precious. Right, so semi-precious. And fancy, wait, and, and it also has, it, it has precious stones. It has 1,000, three to six. Right. That are one, how does this appear to be? And semi-precious stones are base value 50. So let's just say for argument's sake, they're all 50. So that's... Oh, wait a second. Okay, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. You... Wait, could this what be happening? It appears to be a normal piece of non-value jewelry until it is placed. So, in other words, does it look like just nothing or value? Right. You put it on, and then you see that it's all these jewels? Right, it's like it has an illusion. Oh, that okay. That would be the only thing that makes sense. Oh, okay. it's worth a ton of money. Right. So then you put it on, and you're like, wow. Right. Okay. Only a cleric. So what do I... But wait. No, no, wait. Well, wait a second. That's a bit. Oh, even then... No, the truth... No, so the true nature. Oh wait, even then, the true nature of the item will only be revealed if the wearer is. Oh, I, so guess, I guess if you put it on, it will look fancy. But the true nature will only be revealed for the cleric. Oh, so wait a second. Okay, so there's a lot of stages here. Yes. Okay, I see what appears to be some just normal, non-valuable jewelry. Correct. A necklace. As we're reading it, that right. makes sense. So I walk past it. However, if I decide to put it on, if I am not a cleric. Do you think that the jewels appear? The way this is written, I would say yes. Okay. Because but it says, the magic necklace of the sword appears to be normal piece of non-valuable jewelry. So it's, you know, has really, it's just, you know, cosmetic jewelry until it's placed upon a character's neck. Even then, the true nature will only be revealed to cleric. So it has three stages. Not valuable, sitting around, 
valuable, but not the uh, necklace of prayer beads. Cleric's wearing it. You now know it's a necklace. Yeah, I guess how we know it's magical because it like changes. So it's some, there's something weird about it, right. right? So true nature means that innately, a cleric putting. So I'm a first level half orc cleric, of course. Right. And the, they make the best clerics. And I'm lawfully evil, of course. And I put it on. So I would now know, innately, I would know Correct. that this is a necklace of prayer beads. Right. But I don't know what the beads, the special beads, I'm going to see now. I know that there are precious stones. Right. But I, now i got to figure out what the heck it does. And you'll never will unless you pray. If you, go, if you worship Bagtrue, you'll never figure it out unless you go to another deity who will then kill you for it. So I don't need to identify as a cleric because I'm going to know what this is. But now I need to have it, but now I need to, how do I fit? So I have to use commune in order to know what the, the function of each. Oh, and if I don't know the function. You can't use it. Right. I'm sure that's true, right? So I need it. So I need to go to, so this is rough now. I need a commune. Right. So I need like a big, oh, it's got to be highly regulated. We need, I know you're, I look, I know you're libertarian. I know you don't like heavy regulation in D&D. But I think we need to regulate this because you're right. What's going to happen is I'm going to take it to you. You're going to say it's worth nothing, right? Well, a few things are happening. Bag True doesn't have ninth level cards. That's a problem. So there will be no, unless there's some other way that you're going to allow your deities of Bag True to commune with her. Right. Him. Or him. Rude. Whatever. His mother was Luther. Luther, yeah. Bag True is the... The, the baby boy not as bright as we were hoping yeah that's right he was held back <laughs> he was held back for eternity <laughs> um, so you so if unless the the, G, the dm is going to allow for some way for bag true to be able to commune with his worshipers your uh priest of uh bag true will never figure this out unless they go to another deity who's going to see this, who's ninth level, who's going to see you come in as a first level with this necklace of prayer beads, and what is he going to do? He's going to totally kill you. Oh, so commune is, you're talking to your deity, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's a fifth level spell. So your deity tells you. Yes, the deity tells you, hey, you got it, that's cool. Yeah, commune, fifth level. So I need to, inf yeah. Fifth level, page 49. How long does it last? How many questions do I get? Do I like talking to the dead? It lasts for special. By means use of the commune spell, the cleric is able to contact his or her divinity or agents thereof and request information in the form of yes-no. The cleric is allowed one such question for every level of experience. The one answer. question? So you get nine questions if you're fifth level. If you're, if you're, you can cast it. So is it a question per bead? Do you think each bead's a question? Right. Can I, no, can I be like, what are each of these beads? Nope. The lawyer That's says a question. Yes, says yes-no. Oh, wait, yes, no. Yeah. I have to be like, is it this? Is it this? It's going to take forever. Yeah. No, it's going to take forever. Well, you'd have to probably go to, well, first you have to go to Saul's identity to get a legend law to figure out what these beads are. And then you would do, is this the bead of atonement? I have to like research what it might be. Right. Is this the bead of atonement? Okay, I've got a way around your, I don't, I, no, I can cast this spell. As my, I'm, I'm first level. Okay. Well, with the scroll. Exactly. I go buy a scroll. You could. But I got to buy like a billion scrolls. And, you, and it fails. There's a failure chance. Oh, huge chance of failure, right? 15% per? 5% per I'm sorry, level. 5 per So you have a 40% chance of failure. Yeah. 
So that's right. And that, and that really stinks. And the reverse could happen. And how much is a commune? A commune scroll is not cheap, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know some scrolls, they have like fail value, but not a lot. Yeah, so you're eight levels different. Um, yeah, 40%. And there's a 25% reversible or harmful effect. You, you talk to the wrong deity and they kill you. Uh, so the cost. Back true, is that you? <laughs> Hello, back true. <laughs> the wrong number. Bag true. Um, so the cost, I think it's three hundred. Oh, excuse me. The sales price is um, three times its XP value. So it is it, to sell a scroll of commune is fifteen hundred gold pieces. So to buy it's probably like five six thousand bucks. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it's not a good magic item to get. So you should really just sell it to somebody who can. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Sell it to the whole, to, or, you know, you'll have to hold on to it. Wait, which players love when they get a magic item they can't use and it's sitting there. Yeah, there's a lot of problems here. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you're a cleric of sufficiently high level. Right. Yeah, if you're fifth, if you're the, if you are the rank of, then you, at least you're in the ballpark. Yeah. But for the example you gave of the follower of Bagtrue, who's first level, who can never get more past fourth level, that's a problem. But once I know, Okay, let's say, let's say I get lucky. Yes. Okay. So I, let's say I'm a fourth level cleric, half four cleric. Yes. And I find the, and I get a commune scroll. Yeah. And a lot, I ask, a lot of ifs, but go, keep going. And I ask, is this a bead of summons? Mm -hmm. And I just get lucky. And he's like, he's like, yes. Right. I can now summon back to once per day for good reason. 90% chance. 90% chance. Yeah. That's awesome. What happens when he arrives? He's going to do what he's going to do. That's right. He's going to bag true what bag true does. That's right. Didi's going to be are very unpredictable. Right. And he's only going to come if there's no chance to, uh, what do you call it, uh, encounter another deity, as it says in there. Wait, wait, say that? What does that mean? They will only arrive if there's no chance they're going to meet another deity. Oh, okay. I got you. And here, Bagtree's intelligence. Because I just want to see, like, what happens if Bagtree shows up. Um, his intelligence... Is it low? Uh, it is, yeah. It's actually good. We get the numbers. Six. Yeah, it's low. So six. He almost had to be just an assassin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a six. Right. So he's very... He, yeah, and his wisdom is a six. Right. Do you really want to? Is this a good idea to ever? But he's ever? probably like a 20th. 15th level fighter or assassin or something. I know, but that could be on you. Oh, he, and he steps on you. Well, I assume you're kind of in line with him to, if you're going to do, do all this craziness. Okay. It's got to be a big deal. Like you're being chased by a huge spider. In the next adventure I write, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a, right, a low-level half-war cleric. That's right. Who has these beads, and he knows that right. one of them is a He has one bead, the bead of summoning. Be that's it. He's got one bead. It's a bead of summoning, and he can summon back to you once per day. 90% chance. That's, now that's fun, James. That is fun. I love it. I like that adventure. <laughs> let's, let's make that happen. It's a pilgrimage. <laughs> he goes to the dervish fortress. Yes. He gets captured. He's, he was wandering around. He gets captured by the dervish fortress. Oh, and then he brings Bagtru to destroy the whole, right. the whole place. Right. Bagtru is just doing what Bagtru does. <laughs> right. And that's they're right. dervishes. Either him or Val, Val, uh, Val I want to say Valpak. It's not Valtra. Oh. Yes, a, a, a half-ogre cleric. Yes, even better. Who can do Ving Vaprak. 
Right, Valprac, that's right. I say Valprac. There's two of, there's two of them. Yeah. They're brothers. They're half-brothers. <laughs> that's right. They have the same mother. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> or the same father. No, the mother's worse. <laughs> or the father. It's all wrong. It's Good. There's no good result possibility here. <laughs> How did you sweat? I like these two brothers. There you go. You're making your write down your adventure. You've got two brothers. They're very religious. <laughs> very pious. They are. They, it's a miracle they survived. Yeah. What's that, brother? It's like a movie. It is a movie. Mm. I love that one. Yeah. Well, very good. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> it is Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to make... I just want to write pre-gens. Right. That just was, I just want that to be my career. That really Forget is the adventure. Only, yeah. Just want to write pre-gens and think about it. That's it. I will give you pre-gens. That, that, you are by far one of the best, if not the best, pre-gen maker. So. If, you like a, if you like your backstory to fill up the entire backside of your character. Right. Shape, yeah. yeah you, you, were, you put backstory in before there was these you know, people writing three pages. I was fifth edition before there was a fifth edition. Exactly. Okay. Which, by the way... Fifth edition is also known as Dungeons Dragons, a fine product from Wizards of the Coast. Get it at your local game store, brought to you by Wizards of the Coast. In fact, we prefer fifth edition. Stop right. wasting your time on buying first edition stuff off of eBay. Right. Buy new fifth edition stuff. Can't wait for the sixth edition, James. Right, D&D 1. Have you watched all the exciting news about it? Uh, yes, I have. And it's so exciting. I'm excited. To be able to spend lots of money in support of Wizards of the Coast products and have fun with your friends, either in person or online. It's going to be great. Orcs aren't evil. That's right. Orcs aren't evil. Not at all. All right. So uh, our next segment is kind of a follow-on to our adventures in unarmed combat. We, we tackled the, the, the thing that fear, we feared most, unarmed mm -hmm. combat. We, we, faced, we faced our fears. Faced our fears. We got through it. We, but... We're better for it in some ways, uh, you know, but it also is challenging if you don't use it a lot. But there are additional kind of subtext to it. And one of them is subdual, which really talks about unarmed combat. But typically in my game, as an example, uh, the, typically in my game, because we've shredded subdual so much, uh, excuse me, unarmed combat, we just said, just subdue them. And people are like, what do you mean subdual? Well, we're going to talk about subdual damage and combat here in uh, first edition D&D. And there's two main themes, the characters beating normal people up, and then when it partakes to specifically dragons, which is the two things. So, in the DMG, under page 67, we're flipping and turning. And actually, we, sh we should go, what, what's, what does subdual mean? Maybe we can see in the glossary. Oh, it's there. Let's see. Better know a glossary. I, I like the glossary. I've... So in the index, subduing is on page 67. See also Monster Manual Dragon. Let's see if it's under glossary. Do they have subdual? You would think they would have subdual, but they don't. It's silent. But page 67. You're on page 67? I got distracted by the glossary. Oh. Can we do a new segment next time, which is we just go entry by entry. One entry, we'll just start with ability scores okay. and what we learn. Glossary gazing. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's our show. I'm sure. Glossary, right. Gazing. Gazing at the glossary. Gazing at Guy Gax's glossary. Okay, good alliteration. <laughs> G cubed. G cubed. Gazing at Guy Gax's glossary. Okay. okay. 
I like it. Uh, so on page 67, very brief. This is, an eff- this is effective against some monsters. It's interesting to say some monsters. Now, where are you? Okay, page 67, the second paragraph on the left. Got it. Striking to subdue. Striking to subdue. So subdual is not under subdual. You've got to find it under right. strike to subdue. Right. Okay, got it. Because it's these are these are other types of fighting. It's hidden there. It is kind of. So this is not going to be. This is not. Well, pummeling. Well, pummeling could be. Can pummeling be with the with the pommel of the? Yes. So this is not pummeling. That's right. Okay, got it. All right. So, uh, but is pummeling as part of it. this? This is effective against some monsters and other creatures of humanoid size and type, as indicated the monster manual under dragons or herein. This is very confusing. I'm, I'm already confused. Again, so I like it says this is effective against some monsters. As indicated in the monster manual. I but guess. is it only under dragons? Right. Or does dragons talk about subdual other monsters? Or herein. Okay. So it's hard to say. Well, dragons, it affects, and it may affect others. Can I look to see if other monsters are mentioned in dragons? You can, we can go there now. I was going to wait till we Well, I know, that, because you're can't. doing... I know, because but we're not... I'm going there not to see about subduing dragons. Right. I want to go there to see if it, it talks about subduing... At the bottom of no. left, page 30. It says subduing a dragon. Yes. Okay. So that answer, that would be apparently no. Right. Got it. But I guess you could imply how you d- do this would be similar to other monsters if you so choose to do that. Okay. Such attacks use... The flat butt, halt, the haft, pummel, or otherwise non-lethal parts of the weapon concerned, but are otherwise the same as other attacks. Oh, okay. Can I back up? Because now I understand the first sentence, finally. Okay. So it's, this is effective against some monsters and other creatures of humanoid size and type. That's done. As indicated in the monster under dragons, or herein. So what they're saying is, there's two places where you will find some dual rules. Oh. Here, okay. and in under dragons. But you're not going to find any reference to what you can subdue yeah. there. Yes. Got it. Okay. So you're just left to decide. So how do you know? All right. Well, you can keep reading because I, I, hopefully I'll get an answer as to what the some monsters are. Whatever. Well, I don't think we will because, again, that's the problem with the sentence. It says some monsters. Okay. Not all. Maybe you can't subdue oozes or subdue jellies or something because they're not intelligent and they're whatever. And other creatures of humanoid size and type. Well, now it's like humanoid size. Okay, well, that makes sense. Men and goblins and orcs. As indicated in the monitor, under dragons. Well, dragons are giants. So if you were thinking, well, maybe it's not large creatures you can't do. Well, now you can, dragons are pretty large. So what would be things that you cannot do? The argument, I think, there is um, if they're not fanatical, it basically goes down to their morale. The reason you can subdue dragons, which we'll find out, is because they're self, they're, they don't want to die. So, you know, a bone golem you're not going to subdue. Oh, okay. Because they're automatons, automatons, and they will just keep attacking until they're destroyed. Okay. That's the idea of it. Oh, subdue meaning I give. Right. right. Subdue is I. That's it. Right. You got me. I, you got me. Right. I'm okay. done. Yeah. And uh, you know they will, you know they have they will surrender at that point. They yield. So. Such attacks use the, like we said, note that unless expressly stated otherwise, again, I don't know what that means. All subduing damage is 75% temporary, but 25% of such damage is actually damaging the creature being subdued. 
This means that if a 40 hit points of subduing damage has been inflicted upon an opponent, the creature has actually suffered 10 hit points of real damage. The above, of course, does not apply to player characters. I don't know why this is. So, in other words, you, can't, you cannot subdue player characters. You just beat them to ground, beat them to death. Wait, the above, of course, does not apply to player characters. Unless they're being fought in unarmed combat, which, again, is very confusing. Wait, is that, wait what does that mean, it doesn't apply? Meaning, if I'm a player character... I'm not going to have someone subdue, strike to subdue me? Right, you cannot be subdued. You can just be... Oh, because I never... You never sub... You, you decide if you're subdued. Wait, well, what happens when you hit zero on subdual damage? What is, the creature's... He yields at that point. Does it say that? It says it in this... You go back... Now we have to go to the monster. Oh, okay, because I, I don't even know what subdue means there. Well, that's why we have to go to this monster. Oh, okay. So I'm not actually... Okay, well, yes, let's go to the monster. Okay. So on page 30, okay. lower left bottom, an attack on a dragon to pursue, subdue, and thus capture, it may be opted if such intent is announced in advance of combat. Silver, gold, chromatic, and platinum dragons cannot be subdued. Note that it is impossible for creatures with less than average intelligence to attack to subdue. So if you don't have average intelligence, Bagtru can't subdue. Oh, no, it's impossible for creatures with less than average intelligence to attack. Does that include PCs? Well, you could rule that, but I would say no. But wait a second. Because it says creatures. And, this is, and this, is, this is the monster manual, and players can do whatever they want to do. But wait a second, I'm a PC. Right. I cannot be subdued. You cannot be subdued. And why do I care whether creatures have to have an average intelligence to subdue if I can't be subdued? Because you cannot command your kobolds to subdue a dragon. Oh, I gotcha. They are not capable of doing that. Oh, I gotcha. Because there's apparently nuance. Again, they're, they're just, they, they just know how to fight. They don't know how to fight and not fight the same. It's like hitting a golf ball. You hit the same way. All the time. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, Bactri doesn't subdue. Yeah, there's no subduing. So if I summon him with my prayer beads. And say, please capture these. He's just going to murder them all. It's useful information. Right. What are you, stupid? Yes. <laughs> yes. I killed them all. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> okay. That's very useful information. All right. So, yeah. So, all right. Okay. I like this. Got it. All right. So, upon announcement to intent to strike to all hit points scored by attacks are considered non-fatal, battering, bruising damage. The total number of hit points scored each main around is stated as a ratio. Hit points scored are ratioed over the number of hit points the dragon has. And this ratio is converted to percentage chance. The percentage chance is the chance that the dragon will be subdued by the hit points of subduing dragons and received at the end of any given round. So it could be 0, 25, 90. Percentage dice rolled at the number they show is equal to or less than the percentage of the damage the dragon subdued. It is always subdued when the ratio of subduing damage to hit points equals or exceeds 1 to 1. Okay, hold on. Okay, so I now, I'm going to strike to subdue all hit points of damage scored are considered non-fatal. Right. Now, is, this is different. This right. is different than right. so what you're this, trying to DMJ. Right. That's what well, because this is 1979. That's 19, Monster Manager's 1977. So this gives you how much damage is real, and this one tells you how to subdue a dragon. Wait. So what do I do? So what if I'm? So these only apply. So this special rule applies. I apply this for subduing a dragon. Right. And I apply the DMG for subduing anything else? Anything else. And I would also say that this clarifies that some of this damage is actual. 
So you would still do the same thing. So the good news is this, because this is really short over here in the DMG. Yeah, it's right here. This is what, like 75%? Is it just yeah, 75, 25. That's like crazy easy. Yeah. I know what they do. I mean, I, they, right. So we always do that because you want to knock out the guard. You don't want to kill the guard. Right. So you say, I do. But you hope not. You hope not. I'm going to strike the I don't know how many times, and we'll go over that if we keep going. But mm -hmm. I don't know how many times the players have, they have their best fighter who does the most damage right. attack the, the poor guard who has three hit points, and they still kill him because they do like 12 hit points of damage. I didn't know my own strength. Yeah. So you didn't? I said, yeah, you, you subdued him because you, you caved his skull in. And he's he's not moving. He's, he's a dude. <laughs> he's not a threat anymore. Okay, so this is for dragons. I announce it. All hit points of damage scored by attacks upon the dragon are considered non-fatal, battering, brute. Okay, now uh, can I play uh, as Modius's advocate? Sure. Here? So this is more specific. I know this is earlier. The monster. Man. Yeah. But this is specific to a dragon. Yeah. Can one make an argument that this rule survives? You can, certainly can. Okay. And, and say it's 100% non-fatal. Because what you're saying is some is fatal now in the DMG rule. Some is permanent. 25%. Well, some of it's real, and it will take time to heal. They're calling that fatal. Is that, are you, would you agree that the Monster Man was using the word fatal to mean yes. code of real? Okay. Well, yes. Huh? Okay. The total number of hit points scored each melee round is stated... As a ratio, hit points scored are ratioed over the number. So we're talking fraction here, right? This right. is the numerator. <laughs> hit points scored are ratioed. And they said we'd never use fractions. Yeah. Hit Lies. points scored are ratioed over the number of hit points a dragon has. Okay, so you have 50 hit points, your dragon. Right. And, and I do. 20 points of subdual damage. Okay, so that's 40%. Right. It's converted to a percentage, 40%. That's right. This percentage chance is then the chance that the dragon will be subdued by the hit points of subduing damage is received at the end of any given melee round. Is it going to be cumulative? Yes. Oh. So right now, round one happens. You, you, we, the party does 20 damage of subdual. So now they have a 40% chance they roll. He's not subdued. He rolls 67. Next round, they do another 10. Now it's 60% or 50% chance. Okay, so let me get this right. You, are, you have 100 hit points. Right. Your dragon. You're, I don't know, Ancient Red Dragon. I don't know what gets you 100 hit the points. The most is 88's most for Ancient Red Dragon. Okay, so you have 88 hit points. Yes. I walk up, mm -hmm. and I punch you in your snout. Right. I do one hit point of damage. Yes. I have a 1% chance of doing Slightly. And you could... He, he, stop! He could say, that's it. <laughs> you won. That's it. That's great. Right. I like that. Punch him in the face for one hit point, and he subdues. I have a puncher's chance. You have one chance. That's what the goat should have done. Go to Lisha should have tried to subdue him. I think can 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 I think, I think that. Knuckles. Knuckles. I think Knuckles should take a pop at a drag. Okay. This this will be a quick season then. Oh, more Knuckles, and then he runs. Right. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Right. So All again, right. you have. Non-lethal combat, which is the, sub, you know, the um, pummeling and the grappling and the overbearing, that's one type of combat. And then that ends with a knockout or someone running, you know, kind of that. This is subdual, which if it's a normal thing, once, once they get beaten down to zero hit points, they get knocked out. That's what, that's what this says. Well, yeah, wait, what's, okay, how is this different? Explain the difference between this and pummeling as you understand it. This sounds like pummeling. It's, it's very similar to pummeling, except 
that this you're striking with your weapons. But you, but pummel says you can use the pummel, can't? Doesn't yes, pummel. Okay. right. But there's special rules for that if you're pummeling. This yeah. you are. If I have my dagger right. and I punch you with my dagger, I attack you with the with right. the pummel. That is subdual damage. Right. If I say I'm going to pummel you with the pommel, I get a bonus to my pummeling attack because I'm using a pummel. Okay. And That's obviously it. fist is I must be pummel. Yes, correct. Okay. That's the difference. What's the end? Is there a difference in the end game? The, well, except for dragons. And if you wanted to apply the dragon rule to other monsters, is the end prerogative. Because again, it's, this is effective against some monsters as indicating the monster manual or herein. Such attacks use the blah, 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 blah. So you could argue that you could use the subdual ratio for this as well. Oh, because what it says, okay, note that unless expressly stated otherwise, all subduing damage is 75%, 25% of damage is actually damaging. So you right. could say it is expressly stated otherwise in the dragon rule. That's right. Okay. Okay. And you could also say that this is effective against some monsters and other characters as indicated in the monster manual under dragons or herein. And if you go to subdual, it says look at dragons in the set. So do you want to, do, should you leverage the same percentage roll? You certainly could. Meaning, oh. there's no reason not to. doesn't say you can't. Wait, yes, because, yeah, because otherwise, wait, yes, because otherwise, that just means, so the way I think most people played it, I've Yeah, played they knocked up, they just beat them up till they knock themselves out. And when you're zero, right, whereas this could be, yeah, after they get beaten I'm up. I'm not trying them. to knock you out. I'm trying to stop you from fighting. Right. I want you to surrender. Uh, right. It's like the scene where I punch you in the nose. Right. The guy's like, oh, hey, 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 what hey, the? Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm done. I yeah, I just walk in. I just I want to punch the waiter. That's right. I'm coming in. Right. Or whatever. They got, They're yeah. subdued. They will listen to you now. Which is interesting, though, because there's also, like, morale check surrender rules. Yes. But these, that's different. That's just like, oh, my God. Like, but, every, all your buddies are dying. Yeah, but the, the result is the same. They are subdued. They're not go, they are not going to fight. I, yeah, I, wow. This is, ooh. This is a question for Sage advice. This is a tough one. It's not a tough one. You don't have to do it, but I think it'd be, it, it's more fun if you, but it, it's more fun if you want to allow a monster to be subdued. Versus have them pummeled, you know, beaten up till they're zero hit points. I got to tell you, I think the percentage applies. So what I'm trying to do now is, is figure out, can we discern what is the most likely intent of Gary? Yes. This is a Number one, this is very short. This yes. suggests, the fact that it's short suggests to me an intent to incorporate that which came before. Right. It's so especially, short. Especially when you go to subdual and it says subduing. See also Monster Manual Dragon in the glossary. Very interesting. Just as the index. Dual 67. The index. The yeah. index. I'm sorry. Not no, very good. Yeah, well played. This is effective. I'm reading from the, for the ninth time, reading from the DMG, page 67. This is effective against some monsters and other creatures of human size, as indicated right. in the Monster Manual under, under dragons or herein. Such attack, okay, blah, blah, blah. Note that unless expressly stated otherwise. Which affirms your statement. Right. That the damage is, is not lethal for dragons, but for everyone else it would be 75 and 25. Correct. But what it doesn't mean, this means that if 40 hit points of stewing damage has been inflicted upon an opponent, 
Yeah, actually it, sovereign. It, but you know what it never says is it never talks about how much you need to do to subdue. Right. This which, is this is only quali It's only detailing how much damage is being done. I'm totally convinced. In my opinion, the subdual percentage rules apply right, to across anyone the board. that the DM has deemed that can be subdued. Correct. That's pretty cool. Dragons. That's and pretty cool. Right. So when you so if you start pummeling a human fighter, so again, this is where it gets interesting. The only one you cannot subdue is player characters. This makes a lot more sense now because if you're using the percentage rule, this would be terrible for players. Because if the gob, let's say the yes. the goblin could hit you, and all of a sudden now you're the red dragon compared to the goblin. And it makes total sense because it's about subdue. See, to me, subdue. What's what's the definition of subdue? There is no. It doesn't say the definition. That's sad, right? Do we have a general definition? Well, I said subdue in the monster manual. It says subduing. The purpose of this is that you want to put them down. Wait, put them down or have them surrender? No, you submit to you. To submit. Right. You're beating them down so they stop. Subdue. Subdue. Overcome. Mm -hmm. Quientin. Quientin. Or, or bring under control. Right. So it's to bring, un okay, so I like it's really is to bring under control. So this is different than, okay. So, wait, why am I pummeling you? <laughs> What's my intent? Pummeling is non-lethal damage because you may not have a weapon. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that's kind of like not having a weapon. Right. So I come upon a knoll. Yes. So I'm in a bar. Right. And I've got, there's, oh, there's, no, there's the knoll bouncer. Right. And I'm trying to get in. He's like, you're not coming in. And I'm like, I'm not. And I'm like, I'm going to pop him. Well, wait, with, that's right. Well, with my, I'm not going to pummel him. I'm going to yeah, I'm subdue gonna, him. Yeah, I'm going to take the flat of my blade. I'm going to hit him. And, and if he if he rolls a percentage, he's either going to keep attacking me, or he's going to say, "Oh, that's it. You're right. Come on in." But the good news, yeah, I got a hit. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of contingencies here. Right. You got to like hit this. and not kill him with your damage too. That would be unfortunate. I'm right. not trying to do that. Right. But the good news is, is if he's got more hit points, this is very effective. If you are dealing with somebody who is a lot. Who's stronger than you? Well, that's the point with the dragon. Yeah, so you should be using some... So, like, the first-level magic user who's out of spells and only has a nut, only has a dagger, he should probably... He might he should probably try to subdue. Because let's say he can't do the damage... So let's say he's, he's, it's, it's, it's the first-level magic user against the gnoll. And the gnoll... What are gnoll? Like, like two hit two dice? Two hit dice, yes. Two hit dice? So let's say the gnoll's got nine hit points. Right. And I am a first-level magic user. And I don't have any spells, or the only spell I've got is push right. or mend. And I got a dagger. Right. Subduel, I got a hit. Right. Now you have a chance to subdue him, correct, versus just keep fighting to the death. Yeah, and what do I care that 25% of my damage isn't real because at least I can knock you unconscious. I still get the damage, right? Right, you get a quarter of it. It's real, but I get all, but all of it all as... All of it's applied to the subdual, yes. Oh, it's, wait, it's all applied. Oh, that's right, it's only applied to subdual. Yes. Oh, so it's not like... Pummeling where you're unconscious. So, so let's say, okay, so let's say I, I, I attack you with a dagger and I hit. And what's a dagger? One to three? One to four. One for, to four? Well, one to three versus large creatures. Okay, whatever. So let's say I, so I roll, uh, I'll say I give four, let's say. Okay. So, so one of it's real, but you, four is, so he has nine hit points, four, so it's a little less than 50% chance you're subduing him. Is the, is the non lethal, the non real subdual damage? Does it count as anything at all? 
Like, what does it count as? No, in this scenario, if we're leveraging the dragon's rule for subduing, all this does now is add to the percentage of chance to subdue. Oh, because it's temporary. Correct. Oh, 25% is actually, oh, oh, only 25% of it right. is actually, oh, this is really rough. 25%? Yeah, well, it's the same thing like in uh, unarmed combat. One of them's, I, I don't know if it's pummeling or the other one is 25-75. So, so if I go, hit do four points of damage on you, I've only done one hit point because I'm trying to just send right. a message. So I've only done one hit point of actual damage. Right. Oh, but the good news is, oh, but the good news is, how much do I use, how many hit points of damage have you taken for subdual percentage? Four. 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 So four out of nine. So it's a close to, you know, almost 50%. Oh, I see. So the, so, so the downside is, so there's definitely a trade-off. Yes. Because I'm losing the real damage. Yes. You'd have to, like, run on numbers. You'd have to, like, calculate it. Well, so one scenario, if, if we're ascribing to the way we've now deemed it. Yeah. You've got three choices. You're fighting the gnome. You can yeah. either stab him normally, make a normal attack. I have a, probably have a bad feeling about that. Right. So he's much bigger than you. He attacks more. You have to hit him probably three times at least right. to kill him. Right. And hit. Probably unlikely. You can try to pummel over bear, which may have advantages or disadvantages. Right. Because you're in no armor. You know, it depends on his size, strength, everything else, depending on that. But you get multiple attacks potentially with regards to pummel. You have to get him to zero hit points or else he's knocked out. He's not, that's not subdual. Or you can do subdual, which is I'm going to hit him with the pummel of the blade. Right. If I get lucky, he's, he says, oh. You're... Right, so, so if I do four points of damage, you have a it's one point. Well, oh, that's right. It's four out of nine. It could be like, yeah, like a 45% or whatever. Right, because they don't 44%. know who you, the thing we have to keep remembering is the monster doesn't know your first level magic. Oh, user. I'm playing tough guy. Right. I'm like, I'm a tough guy. Right. Fake it till you make it. Right. You, you did four points of damage. That's half his hit points. There's That's... more of that where that came from. Right. Buddy. You want more of this? Right. You want a piece of this? Now, a null it may work on, but a zombie it's not going to work on because they're mindless undead. You can't subdue a zombie. Clearly. And so other creatures of humanoid size, okay, this is good to know. Right. You may need this when you're in a dark so alley if you, with if a you null. Lever That's why I said what I wanted to talk about because if you leverage the subdual rule from the dragon monster entry. This makes it very interesting. So then the players have different options. I'm leveraging it. I think I, I like it. And, and you know, because again, typically fights to the, with dragons are to the death. Well, they should, you know, if you're outclassed, you probably should try to go for subdual because you're probably not going to beat them down fast enough. So basically, the rule seems to apply to dragons because they're basically, they're so afraid of death. Like, right. I mean, you said that at the beginning. Yeah, they're, is, they're avarice, they're full of themselves, and that's why they want to do it. They're like your typical normal humanoid who, if they feel like they can't win this fight, they're giving up. So, yeah. so, what's the, so what, what, what definition of subdual are we going to apply? Is it basically a surrender? Is, yes. Because is isn't there under morale? Yeah, there's surrender as well. It's the same thing. They are under your control. Because isn't there a definition of surrender, or do they talk about they surrender? Just surrender. Surrender. But as people are mentioning, because we, we haven't finished this entry in the, yeah. in the monster manual. So we figured out how to do it. Then it talks about how many people can attack a dragon. So maximum one size attacker per three linear feet of exposed dragon, excluding the tail. So a dragon 15-foot long body, you could have 11 humans attack. Then it gives an example of a fight. Things. And it just goes through the same thing, percentages, ratios, and then value. 
So here's the part that I also found interesting. Value of sub subdued dragon. Large towns and cities will usually have a market for dragons. I love it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a market for a dragon in, in a large town or city? Well, we've obviously screwed up, haven't we? Right. There should be. Right. Does the Grog Empire have a market for, is that going to be in the free city of Longwood, the market for dragons? Clearly. Right. What so, are we doing? So does that, are you also like, yeah, so they're, so it's not just like dragon meat. No. I mean, why would you cut that thing up? Oh, it's your buying, it's you bring the dragon in. So, well, wait a second. Well, wait a second. Keep reading. It says market. That doesn't necessarily mean, market may mean there's just a, that there's like people buy and sell. It doesn't mean there's a stall. Yeah, it's right. a market for dragons. Well, it says large towns and cities will usually have a market for dragons. Well, realistically, you've got a dragon. You're going to walk up to the town and go, hey, I got this black dragon who's sub subdued. They're going to be like, we don't want it here unless they have a process. Back to your thing, we need to have a process for it. Oh, we definitely need we need a we need a government agency to oversee this. The, the dragons. You can't just duel. bring your subdued dragon in here. Right, the dragons for dual agency. Right, the DSA. DSA. <laughs> right, you know, check in. Right, without, oh no, you got to go around there. Dragons, no, 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 that's over there. I mean, you don't want them walking in the front gate with a subdued dragon. You can get them through the front gate. This is why I do not want to be a bureaucrat. This is why I don't want to over. This is why I don't want to have a stronghold. Right. All these things are some problems. Right? That's why you're supposed to retire and just let it go. Definitely. I'm retiring to a beach. I'm going to go find Kelly. Saul's Dragon Mart, of course. <laughs> um, if the dragon is sold, it usually goes out of the game, although the referee may wish to assign it to some special non-player character who he runs for encounters of the town city. Oh, yeah. That means you can buy dragons. That's the obvious thing. If you can sell them, someone should be able to buy them. I mean, it's got to be a resale market. Some of these people got to be brokers. Right. The selling price for a subdued dragon ranges from one to 800 gold pieces per hit point. Wow. Okay. Okay. And subdued dragons can be ridden. Oh. So if I subdue a knoll, can I ride it? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> these are all, I'm, I'm, I'm leveraging. You can. I'm sure, I'm sure in your game, you can. <laughs> right. And if you are, then I'm subduing gnomes. Gnomes will be everyone's little, <laughs> like little rickshaws. They'll be carrying people. This game is getting dark. Okay. Length of subdual. The dragon remains subdued for an indefinite period, but if the creature is not strongly held, well-treated, given ample treasure and allowed ample freedom, it will seek to kill its capture or escape. So that's all super interesting. Okay, well, wait. The leveraging is the most interesting. Because now I punch, so you're the gnome, you're, you're the gnome bouncer. Right. And I pop now This you is in. talking about dragons specifically. We that's have to be what, careful. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I want to talk about leveraging. Mm -hmm. So I pop you in the nose. Because we said, well, what's a subdue me? Right. So I pop you in the nose. And let's say that you are subdued. I get a good lucky roll, right? Whatever. You're subdued. So now, do, are you like under my control? You're the gnome bouncer. I want to know how much I can leverage this well, into the DMJ. Uh, I think, well, let's read the whole thing of it. So the fact that it says the dragon will remain subdued for an indefinite period, but if the creature is not strongly held, makes sense, well-treated, sort of, given ample treasure and allowed ample freedom, that makes no sense. It's almost like you've, like... You, a horse. Like you've beaten... Yes, you've, you've broken it. Yeah. They're like, you're, yes, you're my master now. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like breaking a horse, basically, isn't it? Right. Which shouldn't really apply. Do you like break a knoll? Uh, well, you know, if they, again, if the ecology of the knoll is that they follow the strong, you've beaten them. You clearly are better than them. Why would they think now you're not better than them? 
I was like, hey, why is that orc always hang, following that fighter? Yeah. How you subdued him? So you have like a little mini army. So I could create an army through Sadul? Why not? <laughs> I mean, that's how, well, that's how gangs are, right? You, uh-huh. you just beat people up. You're like, well, he's the leader. Knuckles needs to subdue somebody. That's, she should. Why are we going to do that next? Oh, yeah. He's going to subdue some humanoid. Whoever he encounters. We can order to see who he encounters. That's what we'll do. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We can rob a place another. There's so okay. many places to rob. Right, exactly. That bakery's not going anywhere. Knuckles should try to subdue somebody in a city encounter. And he'll get like a little toady. Right? Okay, I like yeah. it. Yeah. So it keeps going. It says, basically, the older, the more powerful dragon, the least likely. In fact, the latter sort of dragon is likely to take Attempt to take over its captain and rule its holdings. So again, there's this concept of you should be pretty powerful to do this. So you think, so when you have the evil high priest. Yes. And he's got the black dragon. Right. He's probably subdued him. Right. Right. Or, or bought him from another, uh, from the market. Oh, do you think that that is it transfers? Like, like, do you get like a certificate of subdual? Did it automatically transfer the subdual, do you think? Yeah. So see farmer gills of ham by Tolkien for proto-dragon subdual. Oh. But do you think if I buy it, does he come already subdued? Is there like a subdual guarantee? No, but it has low, one side guy said, Paul said, sub-adult low knowledge. Like you see them, you know, they're all in the, they're in the parking lot, Saul's parking lot, and you've got the dragon stalls, and you walk by. What's the deal with this one? Oh, one owner, one evil wizard. Oh yeah, only took him out for like to get milk? Yeah. Once a month? Yeah, he's no battle, he's ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Elderly. Warranties. Right. Exactly. Right. Low mileage. Do I get out? But he's got like one wing. (laughs) (laughs) Where's this other wing? Oh, it's there somewhere. He tucks it in. (laughs) It seems like flyer. No, no, he's a he's a great flyer. I want to test drive. Hey, you know what? We don't. If we let you fly, you'll probably disappear. We we know that. Oh, so you think it's like the market? Like you know how cars are really expensive right now. Yeah. So it goes up and down. Of course. Because there's like not been a lot of like adventurers. People aren't turning in their dragons. Oh, the dragon tax plays a big role. Right. The the dragon tax goes up. Can I get financing on this dragon? Ooh, really bad time to be financing. Oh. Buy here, pay here, cash only. Got any collateral? (laughs) Exactly. I got this necklace. Oh, and like the Fed increases the dragon tax rate if they want to reduce the amount of dragons. Too many dragons in the market. Yeah, a whole game about this. Just this about is, this is literally the economic, the economics of it. Yeah, D&D. But the fact that there's a market for it. Again, I, I don't, the logistics of it. And again, you got to feed this thing. They're hungry. Got to make sure, because hippogriffs need a bunch of food. Well, that's the problem. You know, you buy like a fancy car. You just can't take care of it. Exactly, because it's so expensive, right? And then you find out. And the dragon's like, I have a toothache. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need help. Right. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, like what if the what if the dragon never got taken to like the cleric? You know what I mean? Right. He's exactly. like you know, no oil changes. Yeah, I I would almost treat it once it's been subdued. I would treat it like a henchman as far as its morale thing. It's almost the same kind of thing. All right, it makes sense to me. That if you're weak and you don't do things, it'll break its subdual. At some point. Right, but you're going to do the same thing like you do with your henchman. Don't treat it like that dragon in, uh, in Harry Potter that was down there. Right, exactly. The, 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 yeah. Right. So what was pointed out is on page 31 is why does this happen? Well, the innate cowardice of dragon kind is shown by the fact they can be subdued. Dragon's egotistical nature makes them subject to flattery and also makes them more stupid of them prone or attack of other powerful creatures when they view as disputing their dominating position. Okay, so they're just... Uh... So they're more, they're more stupid, they're prone to attack other power. Uh, 
to attack other powerful creatures. Okay, so they're just, all right. Yeah, so they think they're great, and then they get their head handed to them, like, oop, that was a mistake. So then they cower to them. Okay. Because they right. don't want to die. Okay. They sound like orcs. Yeah. They're just, well, they, they think a lot of themselves. Orcs don't think a lot of themselves. That's true. These think they're a lot of themselves. They, there would be tons of them. This would be the standard car in the, in the, in the land of pretentious people in the ivory tower. Mm -hmm. This is how they get around. Everyone's oh, got, clearly. Everyone's got dragons. Oh, clearly. Oh, you have, a, you have a, just a small white dragon? We got rid of that. We, we upgraded uh -huh. to a blue dragon. So what's the, what's the best, ancient red? What would be the ancient best? Ancient reds, yeah. Ancient red or, yeah, gold. Gold would be, but that would be, I don't think they can be subdued. What's the best? So gold can't be subdued. Uh, silver, gold, uh, so it'd probably be. Oh, what were, can't be subdued? Silver, gold, and the, and the, the Tiamat and Bahamut. They silver, can. silver, lawful, good. Oh, you could subdue, can you subdue any good dragons? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, could, wow. Bronze. So what's the best that you can, probably red, ancient red would be Bronze would be, yeah, ancient red for evil. Bronze would be pretty good, too. So you show up at the, so at the steakhouse, right. tied up outside. Yeah. Or like at, 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 the, at the high-end steakhouse. Exactly. At the, uh, the what, the, uh, Yeah, the people have hippogriffs and griffins, but that's, that's, that's for peasants. Yeah. Peasants walk and work, work. You know, Pegasus might be cool. Kyrin, maybe, but no, this is... And they're kind of farther out. Like right. the long-term, like, park. Yeah, like... They, they, don't valley, they don't valley that. Oh, you get a valley? Valley your dragon. Yeah, you ride up, and you're exactly. like, yeah, and you get off, and they're like... It's like, yeah. A little uh, pipsqueak. When I got an ancient red dragon rolling up on... And you get, like, a crummy copper piece tip. That's, a... That's it. That's I'll it. That's it. all right. <laughs> you're riding a red dragon, and I get a copper piece? He takes all the money. Yes. Actually, he has all the money. So... You suck. But again, so that, you know, that is why subdual is very interesting. So you have this, I like the idea of the percentages because it then is not just, because then there really is very little difference between subdual and just knocking people out, except one's using a weapon, the other one's using that. I think it's subdual, and I am so ready for knuckles. Right, so we're ready for subdual. knuckles. Now, so who a, is knuckles? Who is knuckles? Knuckles is, well, we have a drawing of knuckles. We don't yes. need to just tell you who That's knuckles right. the is. The Adventures of Knuckles. Knuckles, of course, right. I don't was, know was uh, forever uh, illustrated in the player's handbook. Yes, Knuckles is the thief on page 27. Page 27. The player's handbook. Hold up a little bit. There you go, perfect. The very long arms. With the extreme arms, the length of arms that has never been seen before. And he spends so much money on training, he can't even afford a shirt. Right. Right? Uh, so that's Knuckles. Now, no, it's not known uh, commonly is that Knuckles is, in fact, a half-orc. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so that's why he has the long arms. And so Knuckles has been going around. He went around town pummeling people. Uh, assaulting them in various ways to rise up in the guild. Right. And he currently has 10 silver pieces yeah, and a, a copper piece. And he got a gold piece last time. Oh, right and one gold piece. And so, Excuse but me. he has 1805 XP, so he's just waiting to become... He just needs money. A footpad. Right. He's a rogue. He's an apprentice. He needs money. It's, he's desperately seeking money, which is why you thought at one point you were going to just break into a place. But right. you're also very impetuous. You're not, and you're not, what, what's your wisdom? Nine. Yeah, exactly. So no, I just... Right. It's, it's average. It's not that bad. It's all right, so now roll percentage. So this is another, you're doing another nighttime hit. You're, you're ready to go out and seek your fortune. Yeah, so we're rolling from the DMG. Page 191. 
the city, town, nighttime, random encounters. That is exactly right. Okay. And I'm going to subdue somebody, hopefully. 27. Then you're not going to tell me, because I'll find out. I'm just loitering. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay, roll me a d4. <laughs> of course. Why did I think it would end there? One. All right, now roll me percentages. Of course. Why would I think it would end there? 64. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Glad you find this entertaining, Okay, sir. so you, sh uh, well, you, you rolled good and bad, depending on your point of view. Okay. And I have a dagger, so everyone knows yes. I have a dagger. Dagger. Um, you see a figure in the hallway, in the alleyway, slumped over. Oh, easy pick-in. Right. No, I'm going to be easy. Okay, I'm going to... Now, now roll... Uh, give me another percentages. Okay. 42. Okay, great. All right, you see a, you see a, a man... He's slumped over. You think it's a man. Slumped over. He's got his cloak over his head. Um, there's a there's a smell of urine. Oh, he's in, a bomb in, in the in, in the in the in the hall in the thing. Oh, okay. I'm going to move up. I'm going to move silently toward him. Okay. I am a obviously first level <laughs> thief. You are a first level. Fifteen percent base. My decks. Is a 15. So you get a little bit of that. I'm a half fork. Okay. Okay. So James there just rolled that without me seeing. Right. So you I wouldn't you're know. Sneaking up. You hear what sounds like snoring. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I am going to, uh, yeah, I'm just going to. Uh, now, this is interesting. So you'd think that subdual should be for people who are awake, you know, because. <laughs> I'm supposed to be sending you a message. Right. Right? But I don't know. You wake up with a, in pain. The rules don't say I can't subdue someone who's asleep. I'm going to whack this guy with my dagger. I'm, James, my declared, uh, am I declaring action then? Because he's asleep. You, yes. Well, right? as far as you can tell, you hear snoring from him. I am going to strike to subdue. Okay. Well, the good news, he is asleep. So... You can also try to assassinate him if you'd like. Is he a dragon? No, he's not a dragon. Oh, well. <laughs> Would you like to assassinate him since he's sleeping? Okay. What do you think I am? I'm not a killer. That's horrible. I'm you a are thief. a killer. You're evil. I'm a thief. I. Uh... But killing, you've, you have decided that killing is not good for business. You've decided that. Murdering people, if you're caught killing them, that's death. Well, and if you, okay, so there's two things here. I think you're absolutely right. Okay, so... I care about two sets of rules, okay? Mm -hmm. I care about the rules of the government, which you pointed out. I don't, why, do I, why would I really want to, like, risk death? Right. The other, I don't know what the penalty is for thievery. The other one is the rules of the guild. I assume the guild. They're not fans of that. Right, I mean, like, because that, that brings bad attention, right? What's wrong with you people, right? Why are you, you know, because you know we're connected to the government, right? Right, exactly. No, no, no. I'm sure that the, the Thieves Guild would frown upon this. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to subdue is exactly what I want to do. Okay. I just, James, I just learned it in training. <laughs> you did learn it in training. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get this like a level. Well, I watched a YouTube video because I can't afford training. Yes, you can't. You've been <laughs> just watching it on the, well, the Thieves have, they have a learning room. 
Do they? Or, or like peeking through the window. That's right. Is there a cheating? hole? That's right. Hey, what are you doing, Knuckles? Oh, nothing. Okay, so uh, you're going to attack to subdue. I hope my DM is going to say that this is a creature that I can use because it's, yes, clearly this it's is, a is it a dragon? It is not a dragon. You've, you've <laughs> the asked, baby dragon. You've not asked. It's not a polymorph dragon. <laughs> it's not a dragon at all. All right, so we look up. Um, so we are looking. Basically, it is asleep. Um, so it's not magically held, but they are basically slowed, partially held by both. It's basically sleeping. So you can automatic. I'm going to say you can't get an automatic hit, but you do get plus four. Great. I am rolling. So I'm using my dagger. Yes. Which is what? One to four? I yes, if you hit. Oh, a three. You somehow missed. So I hit the wall. You hit the wall. Cling. <laughs> oh, great. I'm going to take another and do it again. Yes. All right. This is, awesome. this is first edition. Four. <laughs> Cling. I switch hands. Okay. That's your offhand penalty. It's my offhand, yes. Can't be any worse. Ten. Uh, I think you hit. My God. All right. Roll your damage. Okay. Two. Two. Oh, yeah. A hundred percentages. How does that work? We're going to figure it out. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm going to say a normal man... Right? Has what? A normal peasant? What do we say? One to three hit points or something like oh, that? Oh, I don't know what I'm hitting. You're, you're, you're hitting a normal man. Am I really? Yes. I'm just a man. Unfortunately, you didn't roll for a character being drunk. You oh, just that's... drunk. Okay. So you just... That's why I said good or bad. Yeah, I want to say it's one to three hit points. Man. Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, please. I thought there was a thing in here under people, like met normal people. But yeah, like, how, can you, you just be like a normal? Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not even a man one to six hit points. There was even less. I always thought it was weird because you could be then like a zero level fighter. You right. know, but then you get like one, but you get one to six, right? Are you a zero level fighter? No, I'm not a zero level fighter. I am, I am a man, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm a laborer, I think it's called. Wasn't there like a laborer table? I always keep looking for this. I can't find it. Oh, wait, is it in the back? What does it say under men on, under, in the random encounter? This just says drunk. Oh, just, oh you're, that's, your, that's what your class is? You're a drunk. I'm a drunk. Oh, that's right. You rolled up one drunk. We need. <laughs> you rolled up a wine-sodden bum. That's what you got. That's what you got. You got a wine-sodden bum. That's perfect. Finally. Finally something your level. I love it. You got a wine sodden bum. I'm going to urinate on him. Oh, you, you, literally, he was gr so intoxicated, he's passed out. And you missed him twice. I'm, gonna stop. I'm basically going to live in this alley. <laughs> I'm going to be like a spider. You just kind of, yeah, you could be. Huge, huge spider. spider. I'm like a trapdoor spider. That's right. my new nickname, baby. The trapdoor spider. Well, I'm going to say he has two hit points for argument's sake. What I mean, he's probably like, yeah, what? I mean, it's going to be like, what, one? But minute. he gets bonus because he's so grossly intoxicated. He's so grossly intoxicated, he gets plus three hit points. Okay. So how many hit points damage did you do? I did two. So he has five hit points. So two. So there's a 40% chance he's going to... Well, first, there's a 10% chance he's going to sober up because you attacked him. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. 10! He's sober. He's sober. You finally woke him up. And now there's a 40% chance he's going to subdue. No. Now he's going to he's angry at you. Oh, so he... Okay, so, so wait. So I did... How much of my damage was real? 
half, uh, uh, 0.5. So does that mean it's a point? You round up. That was going to be my question. I'm just going to keep it 0.5. i got to keep track. Oh, I guess you can do that. That's right. Why not? You're right. Why wouldn't we do that? Okay. Oh, this is, so not, now this it's is not good. Now it's initiative. Does he have a bottle? Yes, he has a bottle. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to break it. Wait, this stinks. He's right, gone so wrong. How could I lose to, uh, I could not <laughs> subdue a wine-sodden bum? Well, you get another chance oh, time next round. That's true. All right, so it's initiative. You're going to continue to try to pummel him down? Uh, subdue, yeah, I'm trying to subdue. Two. Four. All right, you get your attack. Okay, all right, here we go. Oh, yeah, so if you're using a dagger, there's not a lot of subdual. No. Oh, wait, wait, didn't I get a roll for a percentage chance that he yeah, was going to be subdued? Oh, that's what you roll, the percentage. Oh, well, let me roll the percentage. That's fun for me. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. That's okay. It doesn't matter. Ten. That's a hit. Oh, even without, okay. He's oh. prone. He's on the ground, so yeah. Oh, yeah, got it. All right, so now I'm rolling for damage. Four. Four. So now he's knocked out. Now, now it's 100% chance. He's subdued. Oh, wait, what happened? Oh, oh, because it but exceeded. It's, the end, it's, oh, the, it's you're at right. the end of the round, but he does get his attack. It's 100%. He does get his beer bottle attack. Oh, so he gives up. He's going to give up after he hits you. Wait, he's not necessarily knocked out. He's subdued. Subdued, right. Okay, got it. Oh, What's your armor class? Oh, wait a second. He gets an attack, but if I attack first. Okay, now look at the thing. It says, oh. in the monster manual, I believe this is what it says. Blah, 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 blah. So, hey, buddy. I'm trying to see when this is rolled. All hit points. Total hit points, raid, blah, 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 blah. The percentage chance subdued. The percentage chance rolls is equal to that. So when does this, when does it get rolled? I thought it was rolled at the end of the round. But I'm going to check. Because it's not, the top it just says is subdued. Right. And it's always subdued when? Now, God knows, it could be somewhere else. Okay. So, in the example. Oh, yes. They score a total of 44 points of subdual damage. The first round is over. Any drag, the dragon's ancient, eight hit points. The referee rolls percentage, and any score of 1 to 50 indicates the dragon is subdued. So it's at the end of the round that you do that. Oh, Okay. So subdual is at the end of the round. Right. Okay. After the damage is complete. Oh, that's very interesting. So I would have known that if it had not been for the... For the example. Okay. All right. So he, he 15, he's a zero level man. Man. And what are... What's wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Where are you? Because like the last says the referee rolls in 89. The fighter wins initiative. Back. Go, oh. go read it again. But it says it's subdued automatically before it can attack. Yes, but look in the middle. Oh my gosh, this is so long. Right, hi baby. They Hello. score a total of 44 hit points right. of subduing damage. The first melee round is over. As the dragon is ancient, it's eight hit points per die, as it is used, a total of 88 hit points. The referee rolls percentile, any score of one to 50 indicates right. subdual. A 61 is rolled. Right, so that's at the end of the round, he determined how many hit points were done, 44. He has 88, that's a 50%. That's at the end of the round. But look at the last round. Initiative dice are rolled. The dragon wins, decides to bite, and scores a hit doing 23. Oh, the two fighters strike. So the third round is over. The referee rolls. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. The, the fighter, wait. The third round is over, and the chance for the dragon being subdued is... 100%. 88. He rolls an 89. The fighters win initiative, strike, and score 12 points. 
so the dragon is subdued automatically before it can attack. Oh, that's what it says? The very last, yeah, look at the very last. Okay, well, then at we'll, the end. we'll go with that. Then I'm going to go with that. He's subdued. Sounds good to me. I love it. All right. That's why we follow the instructions. So if he's not automatically subdued, once he's, so the rule that we're, we read there, it's less a percentage that's done at the end of the round. If he's, if once he's exceeded it, the, the, the thing happens immediately. Oh, God, let's strike into that. So, okay, sure. Oh, well, sure. that's what you just read. Sure, yeah. It's like, oh, why are you beating me up, man? Oh, uh, give me your money. Uh, you could have just asked for it, man. I got, What's I got... the treasure type of a, of a bug? Man. It's a man. man. Do men have treasure? Oh, well, yeah. what man? Just men. Is there, there isn't just a man, is yeah. there? Men. There's there not... is. Well, put a normal person. I know, but there is no merchant. Oh, well, the merchant would be good. Yeah, I mean, merchant is awesome. Mm. That's true. You don't really know what kind of man he was. That's right. He could have been a bandit. Right. He could have been a caveman. Right. He could have been a berserker. I'm gonna say uh, they're like uh, Jay Treasure. He could be a dervish. He could be. Let's go with Jay. He got lost. Okay. Roll three d eight. This doesn't sound like a lot. Eight, nine, fifteen. You have, you have, he, he hands over his purse, revealing yes. 15 copper pieces. I have 16 copper pieces. Can I exchange that for something? How many copper pieces equal silver? 20. No, 20 for gold. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, there's, oh, it's 200 for gold. It's 20 for a piece of, 10 for a piece of silver. Well, I don't want to exchange it anyway, even if I could, because there's a, usually a fee. Yeah, 50%. Fee. I'm just going to hold on to 60. So am I, do I have enough to uh, train for no. level two? No, okay. you don't. But you have, you have a new buddy. He's like, hey, man, uh, you're great, man. Don't hurt me, man. Yeah. Listen, I, man. Or do I should be like, do not hurt me. I don't want to fight you anymore. Abu, is that you? <laughs> no. I, why do people say this? I am not that. Why do they keep calling me that? Okay, so I've got a dude. I have, I have a what? I have a what? A hireling oh, henchman. Almost. No, what was a a waist totally something drunk? Oh, to, yeah. Wine, totally. wine so soaked drunk. I have wine. So I have a wine soaked drunk plus. I'm put that under my equipment. Yeah. Wine. He's soaked. gonna follow you around. He's a drunk. Yes. He's wine a... sodden bum. <laughs> sorry. sorry, don't mean to. Wine. Oh, sorry. He may be worth more. The wine sodden bum may be worth of that. So I say to him, what are you? Do you got some wine? I'm a wine sodden I'm, bum. My head hurts. Do you got some wine? <laughs> he throws up. <laughs> you got oh, some my wine. leg. Got some wine. All right. I, have a, all right. I could use a wine sodden bum. He could probably come in useful. Right. So that's my first follower. Right. You have a follower. Or henchman or whatever. He, 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 well, he's, he is subdued. He's surrendered oh, to you. God. So we're going to see what he's going to do. Is this Midnight Cowboy? Hmm? Is this the movie Midnight Cowboy? No, that's up to you if you want to go that way. So it's knuckles and a wine sodden bum. Right. <laughs> this is not good. We need to get to. We need to move to Florida. That's okay. right. So you, we need to name the wine sodden bum. That, what's wrong with that? Wine sodden bum. WSB. <laughs> He's wine. He's all right. Or a name. Do you have a name? You're no, name? If someone can give him a name. All right. Well, I think with that we learned about subdual. That was good. We. Knuckles has not been killed yet by a, uh, a type 5 demon or mm -hmm. something from yeah. the night thing. So you get a roll of d10 to, let's, let's uh, bust this Paco stand. Seven. Seven. Oh, good for him. That was good.
All right. Well, I think we are we are ready to wrap this up for today's show. That was a lot of fun. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This has been a Bushy Puppy production. All rights reserved.